Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it is legal tampering day here in the NFL, which sure drives is. me nuts. <laughs> right. uh, but some, some news right out of the gate uh, regarding the Steelers. Uh, cornerback Cam Sutton, who the Steelers did want to re-sign, signs a three-year $33 million deal to uh, join the Detroit Lions. A uh, little bit more money for Cam Sutton than the Steelers wanted to spend, and so he is now a Detroit Lion. And, uh, well, that has repercussions for the Steelers in many different ways. Without question. And unfortunately, in the world of podcasts and radio, things happen unbelievably quick this year, this week. And, or, you know, maybe the Steelers have signed a corner by the time you listen to this. Who knows? So, but – uh, the tampering period just opened. That's one of the first you know, dominoes to fall. I'm sure Steeler fans are disappointed. I am as well. He was a very good Steeler. I would have been talking to him all along. He did quite well for himself. I could see them not wanting to match that number. It's pretty big for, you know, what he brings to the table. He's a good, good player. He'll help the Lions quite a bit in, in numerous ways. But the sky isn't falling, folks. I mean, there's a lot of time between now and kickoff. There's some corners already on the roster. Uh, It's a very rich corner draft. They'll probably sign someone in free agency. So things are happening quick. But, you know, that's how you always have to remind yourself. The first day or two of free agency is when mistakes are made. And it doesn't mean that the world is over just because you thought you were going to sign Javon Hargrave and he ended up in San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, right. So this is this is the time period where teams agree to guys and overpay for them in that first a lot. Yeah. Typically in that first day. Um and, and while I'm with you, I like Cam Sutton. I like what he done what he does for the Steelers, that versatility that he had to play inside or outside. I'm not paying eleven million dollars for that and guaranteeing twenty two two and a half million of that. Yeah. Uh but it does open up a spot, but not the spot that I think a lot of Steeler fans I think are looking at this, not in the, in the way that they're looking at the Steelers still have Levi Wallace under contract. They mm-hmm. still have a Kello Weatherspoon under contract and James Pierre is a, is a restricted free agent. I would assume that by the time Wednesday rolls around, they'll have offered him a tender. So you have three outside cornerbacks on your roster who can move, mm-hmm. who've played significant snaps for you. And you've got Arthur Millette in the slot. So realistically to me, they need somebody else that can play in the slot. 
in addition That's to maybe yeah. adding some depth on the outside. Agreed. I mean, they're not done there. There's no question. So I wrote an article a while ago. I mean, it's like six weeks ago. And it doesn't sound like much, but I think Pierre is kind of a key because I think Pierre is a good player. I'm not even yeah. sure if I'd rather have Pierre or Witherspoon as my starter. You know what I mean? Like, I think Pierre's a good player that you're going to get very, very cheap here. And is he the ideal starter? No, but I can start games with him and live with it. If he's my third outside guy or fourth outside guy, I'm very comfortable. So, I'd be shocked if they don't offer him a tender. That's going to happen, I would imagine. I guess Spoon could get cut. I mean, is that? I don't less? see it. Though. I mean, he's making four million dollars. Yeah, I say it's not that much. Yeah, I mean, is it really worth that signing. You know that 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 chunk, probably not. Unless- to me, to me, Matt, and this was this was the the beauty of what they did in last year's free agency. Within a day of each other, they signed Witherspoon and Wallace to the same exact deal. Exact same deal, right? I mean, and and, and they I don't were know if they want or right. yeah. They, I mean, they were cheap. You've got two guys with starting experience, on you know for really um, just bargain basement uh, contract prices there. And and Wallace played well for them last year. I know you know if you if you look at Witherspoon, it was an injury troubled season for him, but it was it was a hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like it's something that you know a nagging knee or something like that. And the year before that, he had played really well. Right, right. So for what you sign, it doesn't – or what you save, I don't know that makes a ton of sense to get rid of him, especially as a, the, the room is constructed right now. You could still do it at any point. I mean, right now, uh, the, the two of them are both $5.48 million against the cap. It's not bad. For, yeah. two, for two starting cornerbacks. And you're looking – you know, so, it, it, assuming they pick up the Pierre – contract or the, uh, you're looking at maybe another 3.5 to 4 million dollars there i haven't looked up the numbers on the mm-hmm. uh, on that but i i doubt that they're not going to tender him at the high level no he's, he was an undrafted rookie so you know it, people talk about this is the other thing so people talk about how the steelers can't develop cornerbacks well they okay. just they just developed a cornerback to get 11 million dollars a year which is more than you're paying both levi wallace and akella weatherspoon and oh by the right. way you, you, you also developed uh, James Pierre. I'm saying Pierre's another example, and I, I also don't think Millette stinks. I mean, I no, think Millette, no, he's he's certainly fine. valuable. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think either one of us are saying there's not a need at corner. I, I mean, if you signed Sutton, I still would have considered a corner in the first round, or certainly with the first three picks. You know? Yeah, you got to start getting younger there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a corner-rich draft. Uh, I think that they're going to become less and less reliant on blitz. I wonder at the slot. Of, are they looking for a guy like Branch, a bigger safety type than maybe Sutton? You know, I mean, not that they didn't have interest in Sutton. I don't know if they did or not. It sure seemed like they did. But, and I'm not kicking him his way out the door. He's not the big slot corner that is in fashion right now. And yeah, so, he's not an outside guy. Basically, what they were doing with Millett and Sutton is if it was third and four, mm-hmm. Millett's been the slot. Yeah, yeah. If it's third and five or or farther, then maybe they bring in Sutton and it's because he's the better cover guy. Yes, that was the beauty of him. I mean, smart. So if you can ideally find somebody who can who can be both of those guys, which is why I mentioned you know Brian Branch and in the mock draft that we just did today on Steelers.com, I had them drafting Brian Branch, a guy who can both cover and play the run. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and blitz and do all those things. Yeah, yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. And you can find that guy in the draft. You could find a facsimile of them in free agency still. I mean, there's still a lot of really good players out there. So the sky's not falling. I mean, well, let, me, let me ask you this, man. I hate, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, that's cool. so we saw Mika Fitzpatrick play the slot, particularly more in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a traditional slot, but he was up at the line of scrimmage more because they had DeMonte KZ who could play deep safety. Yeah, yeah. If they went out and signed another guy like KZ or KZ and brought him back, could Minka Fitzpatrick be that guy? I was going to bring that up too because I love Minka as a deep center fielder and he's really, really good at it, maybe the best in the league. But I think they've been wanting to expand his package for a long time and they were able to do that when KZ was healthy last year. Um, I th- I think there's a lot of ways to find your slot corner. KZ's done it, and it's been this past right, two. Right. I think Minka's better at it, but the Minka style safety that can play free or slot, I think, will be on the wish list. No, no doubt about it. And whether you want Minka there or or someone similar, you know, a lighter version, fine. But uh, again, I want bigger slots. I don't want Mike Hilton's. I mean, and uh, I want bigger than Sutton slots. I mean. Realistically, that's what they want as well. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the league is trending. That's why you're seeing more oh, yeah. safeties doing that job. Yes. Because, you know, as you've mentioned me- multiple times, the West Welkers and guys like that who, who are playing in the slot, they they really don't – there's not that, that, that many of those guys anymore. Many fewer than there used to be. I mean, instead – You know, now, now it's a tight end who's detached from the line of scrimmage that you have to, to you know, guard against. Now it's whoever, mm-hmm. you know. And the other thing, too, that I haven't brought up, but I think is part of that as well, is a lot of these teams are running out of empty with quarterbacks, too. You know, like the Eagles go empty with Jalen Hurts. Well, that doesn't mean that they're not running. <laughs> right. I mean? And he's like, a 220-pound guy. Right. You, know? you got to get Josh of, Allen on the ground or whoever exactly. it may be. Yeah, exactly. If I have a bunch of 175-pounders out there, against all these running quarterbacks, Fields, Richardson. I mean, the league's only getting more and more of them. Well, that's a problem. I mean, these guys are much bigger than that. So uh, little people on defense aren't really in vogue right now. Yeah, so you do have to get bigger there. And that, you know, it, it, it's, it stinks. One other pos- po- you know, thing that's positive out of this, Matt, a three three-year $33 million deal, Steelers probably aren't signing anybody that's going to cancel that out. And they're going to lose, they're going to lose a couple other guys. You might get a comp pick out of this. No, you might. You absolutely might. I mean, he's a pretty big signing. Um, Yeah. I think that's in the equation. Who knows? I'm sure they'll add something from They'll add something, but they probably have to add two guys to cancel that one out. Like two guys at $5 million each. And that assumes that they lose nobody else. Like Mm Ogan Joby doesn't sign somewhere else or, you know, one of their other free agents. Yeah, I mean, because he's a quarterback, you know, he's going to make a decent buck, right? So uh, you know, it it certainly doesn't hurt their their comp pick equation at all. And no, hey, they could they could go back and revisit William Jackson too. Yeah, I, I find that interesting. I mean, you had to cut him for the number and what you know about him and inability to be on the field. But would he sign a one year league minimum type deal? Possibly, you know, and draft somebody and you know find a slot safety. I mean, those things aren't that hard to find. No, I, th- I think it's, uh, you know, well, it, it stinks that, uh, you know, they weren't able to bring back Sutton because he is a guy that, you know, that knew the entire defense. I, I sat down with him at the end of the uh, 
at the end of the regular or at the end of the season when they did their exit interviews on Steelers.com. And, and uh, you know, he's a guy that when they were lining up, knew what the defensive ends were going to do, knew yeah, what the yeah. defensive tackle duties were. Um, you know, that that's valuable. But Mika Fitzpatrick is that guy, too. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you have yeah. other guys in that secondary who know the big picture and can relay the big picture to everybody else. Right. And I like Sutton. I mean, I certainly would have been in. He was my number one stealer to re-sign if I had to list him, you know. But, I mean, I don't know that I could have gotten to this number. He's a, a very good player. He's not a great player, though. I mean, just looking at Twitter and my buddies, I mean, it's like he's irreplaceable. He's not. I mean, he, there'll be other options that are, you know, the, through the draft, through free agency, that'll, you know, get you probably the same product. And what was nice about him, though, as we've laid out many times leading up to this day, was he can do both. He's not great at either, though. <laughs> I mean, right, he's, right. He's he's he's, he's good at both, not yeah. great. Right, exactly. Um, you know, and again, the Lions are overpaying for that for a guy yeah. who, when, when this contract is up, is going to be 31. Yeah, good point. And we kind of talked about this to begin the show. Like, I'm not hoping this is the case for Sutton, but I can promise you that 25 to 35% of the news you hear today will be cap casualties two years from now. <laughs> you know, that's just well, bad news. Yeah, exactly. Years. Let's talk a little cap casualties here because. There was a, some movement uh, in the uh, in the division. the uh, The Ravens releasing Calais Campbell, yeah, in the salary that. cap move. That that's uh, interesting. That is interesting. So correct me if I'm wrong. As it stands today, Lamar counts against the cap. I mean, like correct. Well, as as of Wednesday, yeah, as of Wednesday, right, right. That's what I mean. In the league year start, so cap flexibility at, is at thirty two and a half million. Right, right, right. So if, if he signs somewhere else, which he can't do until Wednesday, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden that number is going to be up. It, it could be much bigger if they choose to match it. And it's kind of empty calories right now. You know, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if he's going to be on your team or not. I mean, it's not like franchising, uh, I don't know, one of the tight ends or something you know is coming back, Ingram or one of these guys, you know. Yeah, so they did that. They're, they're obviously clearing some cap space, but – he was probably still their best defensive lineman. <laughs> I say he's still valuable. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think he will play somewhere next year. I, I've been told, and this sounds kind of petty, but it isn't, uh, that he's very conscious of his Hall of Fame status. I mean, it's just something that's important to him. I'd probably be the same way. And I guess he's a couple sacks short of 100 and thinks – so I, I don't think he's going to retire is my point. Like, I think he has a goal in mind, come back, you know, add to his resume, help a team. He's a former – uh, Walter Payton, man of the year, like he'd be welcome anywhere. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, again, if you're a place like a Detroit, for example. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're trying to add guys who, who are winner type players. That's yeah. the kind of signing that you make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he may not be out there for long. I mean, just uh, if you're trying to build a culture, he's an ideal guy to do it around. Yeah. Uh, we also saw the Browns restructure. Deshaun Watson's deal to lower it for this year, which cleared about, I think it was like 30, some 32 million or something like that in cap space. Mm -hmm. But now they've increased his cap number in the next two seasons to 63 million <laughs> a, numbers. I didn't know what it was exactly, but I knew it was astronomical. Yeah. 24 and 25 is now $63 million for Deshaun Watson. 
and they were linked heavily to Hargrave after that. <laughs> well, that didn't they happen. Didn't get, and they didn't get Payne, who's also got extended. $63 million for one dude. They don't have it for a guy that was a bad player last year. I mean, he, so assuming that the salary cap goes up next year by sure. the 10 to 15 million that you would expect, um, this year it was 18 million, but that's only because two years ago it went down instead of going up. He's going to count a quarter of their salary cap. Yeah. And you better be good. I mean, and you can't continue to kick that can down the road without extending him. But what are you extending? Yeah, what are you extending? Right. And he, I mean, it, he it was not good last year. Right. It implies that they're in it to win it this year, that they're trying to open that window one more year because it really was last year. I just don't know what you do with the money. I mean, D tackles a huge problem for them. I've heard that they want to throw the ball more and get more weapons, make it a more Watson oriented passing attack. Okay. But I mean, you shopping in the D tackle and wide receiver world right now, the rough aisle, man, that's a rough aisle to shop in. You know, by the way, you, you you know, you, again, you, you, you don't, your linebackers are problems. Safety's a problem. Um, Everything but corner and miles Garrett is pretty much a problem. (laughs) Clowney's probably won't be back. And you know, your, your offensive line starting to get is costly. Like, uh, I don't know what their builds a strange one. It is a strange one. I mean, it's so Watson reliant even more now than it was a year ago when they made the trade and he's a worse player now. I mean, at least on, yeah. I had higher hopes for him as a player a year ago than I do now. Meanwhile, you got the, the Bengals sitting back going, okay, um, we're going to re-sign Joe Burrow here. Joe Burrow is still the best quarterback in the division. Sure. You don't know what's going on with Lamar, whether he's right. even going to be a Raven. The quarterbacks are starting to fall. We just saw Jimmy Garoppolo sign a three-year, $67.5 million contract um, to join the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So that makes all the sense in the world, and they still could draft Levis or Richardson or whomever or just roll with him. But the quarterback market is drying up quickly. I mean, all of a sudden, how many starters are available before you get to, like, Wentz-Baker land? You know what I mean? Like the former first-round picks that don't haven't panned out. You know, those yeah. type of I mean, yeah. that's starting to be the, the neighborhood. Even like Mike White just signed with the Dolphins. He's going to be two as backup, I guess. You know, guys like that are falling. Case Keenum's falling. All these dudes left and right. The Jets better be pretty confident that Aaron Rodgers is coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Not only that, but the 49ers have better be very confident, A, that Brock Purdy, who just had surgery last week, and it's, it's going to be a yeah. six-month rehab. Well, six months takes you basically through the start of tra- halfway through training camp. Right. At the very least, if nothing goes wrong, and you better be convinced that he's the guy. Right. And I'm not. I mean, I'm not either. I'm very much not. I've mentioned many times I host a podcast with a Niners guy, and we fight about this all the time because he likes Purdy more than I do, of course. You know, I mean, if you're a Niners guy, you can see that path. I've said many times, I think what they will do is trade Lance, but it's not a great time to trade Lance. I mean, so I could see the Titans being interested in Lance signing like a Baker Mayfield and going with Purdy as their guy, which I think is a mistake, but I think they're convinced Purdy's the dude. Yeah. We'll see what it looks like for Brock Purdy when uh, teams have had an entire offseason to, to dissect his every throw that he made. 
right, last right, off right. coming off an injury, right? You know, it's a little bit different when it's all brand. You know, those first first four or five games for him, and you're like, okay, this oh, you're still defensive coordinators are still trying to figure out what he can't do. Mm-hmm. Right, You've right, seen right. what he can. He can throw the ball to the open guy. Good for him. Yeah. So can 55 other quarterbacks in the league. And it's a really friendly system for yeah. him and all that too. You know. But we're going to force him to do what he doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the duck. You know, when when people in Pittsburgh are going nuts over Duck Hodges, huh. I'm like, okay, so he he's taking a couple of teams by surprise here. Yeah, right, right. you get more game tape on him, you start to figure out what what throws he can't make. And lo and behold, you know, he all of a sudden he's not doing as well, and the Steelers start losing games down the stretch because he can't put points on the board. Right. But he's better than that, and he has better weapons. Of course, of course. But, but at the same time, there are, there are severe limitations to his game. Oh, I think so, too. I, I think counting on Purdy is bonkers, but they had a lot of success with him. Maybe he's a diamond in the rough. I, I don't know. But I was shocked they signed Hargrave. I mean – they're losing McGlinchey, it looks like. The O-line's not in great shape for them. They have a wealth of weapons, but they don't have a pick in the top 100. Like, I don't know what you do at quarterback. I mean, they can't just go in with Lance and Purdy, I don't think, considering the injuries. Yeah, it's 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 strange. There's a lot of weirdness going on around the league right now, Matt. Yeah, it's it, it, this, it, Here's the thing. So in these early days of free agency, teams have a plan. Of course, of how, of how they want to attack this. This is these are the first moves that they hope are setting up future moves. Exactly. Ideally, exactly. ideally, it, it happens all the time that team A makes makes a, a signing or lets somebody go, and then the next thing you know, the fans go crazy, and then three three days later or, or three weeks later or whenever it happens, they make another move. And it's like, oh, well, that's why they did that. Exactly. I mean, they, they, again, it's like a choose your own adventure book. Like maybe the yeah. Steelers had thought they were could be able to get something mixed up. Okay, well, that we got to try a different path. Or I just checked Twitter real quick right now. It, it sounds like you know the Chiefs. It sounds like Andrew Wiley, who most thought would return to Kansas City, he just signed with Washington. Okay, so Washington gets a new right tackle. Well, two seconds later, the Chiefs go sign Jawan Taylor from the Jags. You know, so. There's always counter moves. You have a big board of all the possible right tackles. These are the guys I can live with as starters. This is what I'm willing to spend. This is the path we would like to go, but you know it's not going to go that way. You know, I mean, especially with teams that have way more cap space than you. I mean, so that's where the Steelers are at right now. I mean, and history's shown us that this isn't the Steelers' day. I mean, they'll they'll do stuff this week, but it might not be on Monday when the world's going crazy. Yeah, last year was the anomaly uh, where they went out and signed some guys or agreed to contracts with some guys. They have cap space. Yeah. They have the ability to do it, but I, th- I think this year they're going to be more prudent with what they spend on because, A, the draft is deeper. I, I think I think you could – and they've got premium – they've got three premium picks, four, mm-hmm. four if you count 80. I mean, they're going to get four guys who are potential starters. You would think, right. In, in those top four picks. And B, again, they have the cap space to kind of sift through this and, and be bargain shoppers. Last year, they had they had more needs. They didn't have the draft capital that they now have. Good point. They were, you know, are you going to get your quarterback? He you didn't know. Well, now they think they have the quarterback in place. Right. Your offensive line, they feel like your five starters are in place. 
really with all yeah, your shot. All your offensive starters in place. Yeah, all your offensive starters are, are in place. So now you can kind of sift through. You know, you don't have to play pay TJ Edwards. Uh, what did he get? Uh, 13, 14 million dollars, whatever. Or right. I think, I think actually, I think it was like eight, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's that's still a lot of money for a guy who's TJ Edwards. That's a lot of money. I mean, a year ago, people would have went crazy if you gave him $80 million. He had a nice season. He's still not a great coverage player. He'd have been a very welcome addition here. But there's 10 other linebackers that are on his level, and they'll be a little cheaper for tomorrow than they will be today. You know? Yeah, you just have to wait and be patient. Yeah. And it's not easy. Look- I understand that for fans. It's not easy. When they see all these other teams adding these shiny new th- objects, you know, you want that. And last oh, year, you, last year, you got that. Um, you know, there was, I, I was covering, uh, the, the draft or the, the, the free agency for another outlet. And mm-hmm. those first few days were like, holy mackerel was just signing after signing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was different than I've yeah. been used to. I was busy that entire week. Um, but I don't expect that to be the case this year. No. And it looked like that worked out pretty well for the Steelers. Their, their last year moves, James Daniels in particular, we talked about the corners a little bit. Um, but again, more mistakes than answers are made today in particular. I mean, the Monday stuff. Who knows? I mean, the, the second we stop recording, they may sign somebody. I mean, they're going to add pieces. They're not going to just sit back. But might rather have four or five C-plus, B-minus players than Sutton or an A-minus player. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. It is the opening day of uh, legal tampering in the NFL. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep, home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 